0: Just want to welcome everybody to a new episode of the process. This episode is going to be about Darren and Lindley Johnson. Um, we're going to learn their story. We're going to learn Darren as we've been building his custom drum kit from the farmhouse series for a while. We're going to talk to him. Um, we're actually going to see why relationships are so important. We're going to we're going to go through a bunch of different questions coming up on the process. Darren is going to tell us about why, Darren is going to tell us what a worship drummer really is. Um, Lindley is a worship drummer's wife, and she's going to tell us how being a wife of a worship drummer is too. This episode is sponsored by Outlaw Drums. Two very um, amazing guests with me.
1: I'm Darren Johnson. Darren Johnson. And this is my wife.
2: Hey, I'm Lindley.
1: Johnson. <laughs> That's a given yeah. Well, yeah. it is what I'm it is. traditional. I took your name. Yeah, exactly
0: exactly. And you know it's an amazing thing because Darren is an amazing drummer. He plays a lot of worship um, style drums. He plays a lot of um that kind of vibe. So Darren, just tell me a little bit about your story and your drumming style and the, the type of musician that you are. how music affects your life in general
1: yeah so um just kind of a background on me i started back uh probably about when i was five i'm 34 now so almost 25 years ago and like just trying to you know just playing around like any other kid just beating the crap out of them and trying to acting like i knew what i was doing and (laughs) thought it sounded good but of course you know it didn't i had the old uh I remember my first drum set that i ever got was like one of those old walmart just paper heads and stuff so naturally by the time you know january got here it was already torn up <laughs> so <laughs> the symbols that came with it was just real thin and stuff and it was all just bent up and nothing but um as i got older of course my dad um my dad's side of the family has been you know probably the where my musical side comes from um My dad kind of taught me how to play drums he was a drummer my dad plays bass. his first instrument was bass um of course drums and he plays uh the piano which is his main instrument now at at his church um and but he taught me how to keep a beat and it was from there i kind of just taught myself um from watching other people uh creating a relationship with some uh, guys that i knew one of my best friends justin Laracy. Uh, people around the South Georgia area calling Nugget. He used to be on a Christian radio station, um, you know. And it's just like any other drummer—you think you're the best in the world until you find. Mm-hmm. And you know, my mom's side of the family always told me, you know, when you think you're good at something, there's always somebody better. Yeah. And so, uh, Justin, me and my buddy Justin, um, which he's probably—he's one of my best friends, of course now. And um, he doesn't live here anymore. He lives in St. Louis, but. Um, him and I still communicating all this stuff. And like, if he hears something that sounds cool or something, he'll send it to me and vice versa. But when we first got, you know, first started knowing each other, we we're kind of both those big chest poked out cocky. We're better than each other and that kind of thing. But it was just something about Justin and, and I that kind of clicked. like, and all that was gone. It was kind of like, I could be buddies with you, man. You know, like we're going to be buddies for a while. So we, um, we started hanging out and stuff like that and talking and I'd watch him play some stuff and, you know, learning from him and stuff like that. Cause he started playing with another group and they were traveling around a little bit. So I was like, you know, he's playing more than I am. I'm playing on Sunday mornings and stuff. And, but, um, but over the years, like I said, you know, we kind of move on, he moves on. Was and, this before so, y'all met? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was all before we met. This fall before Lily and I met and then, um, we're talking, Jeez, this was back when I was in middle school when me and Justin first met, um, middle school going into high school and stuff like that. And I graduated in two thousand five, so um, but uh and him he graduated the same year as I did, so we were like, you know but he went to Tiff County and I went to Lee County, of course, and um but uh, you know, we kinda had that rivalry thing with each other to a point that we were in different brackets, baseball, football, all that stuff and I didn't I tried playing sports, but I was I just wasn't into it, you know. No. I just, I was one, at that time I was one of those guys, I want to be there on Friday night and play and I want to be the star of the thing, but I don't want to do any of the work to get there. Right. <laughs> quickly quickly learned, especially with playing drums, that doesn't happen. Especially <laughs> um, growing up, we were all like uh, Pentecostal drummers or Pentecostal drummers. Not the snake handling kind or anything like that. We didn't do that. <laughs> Lindley comes into play on that one. She's got because we live. I got some family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we live in Nashville, Georgia now, or, or Nashville, however you want to say Nashville. it. We, yeah. Well, we I always know, the
2: proper way to say it is Nashville.
1: Yeah, you just like, say it all one word. The good Nashville. One,
2: but we don't Tennessee.
1: live in the good one, so don't it's just Tennessee. Nashville. Yeah. So yeah. So but um, but yeah. So like growing up, it was it was kind of. Like I said, Pentecostal, and it was just like the boom tap, four yeah. on the floor. You know, you have your three-four beats, stuff like that. Nothing, nothing fancy. Um, so, what's it like know.
0: playing? Like when you're in, when you're playing the drums. What's it like when you're on stage and you're playing to the
1: Lord? Um, like what so, is,
0: describe that for a lot because a lot of drummers don't. They're just used to playing in bars. Nice yeah,
1: band. yeah. So you know, a lot of guys and stuff like that. I'm sure that, you know, um, that play in the bars and stuff like that. There's, there's a lot of talented guys, you know, going around playing. I know some personally and stuff like that. that play in bars and all, and you know, they, for, for me playing the drums in a church service, you know, I'm not there, you know, playing or not necessarily not vibing with anybody because it's, you know, any musician on stage, like, especially one of my, one of my other best friends, Daniel Gibson, um, him and I, you know, we got together, he plays the lead guitar and when, when him and I are on stage and even his wife, Caitlin, um, she sings and stuff. So like when we're on stage, it's one of those things you create a bond with everybody. And I don't know as far as like playing in the bars and stuff like that. I'm sure you do, but, um, I feel like in, in the bar scene, if we're going to do, uh, just say "boot scooting boogie" or something like that, or "or friends That's in low places." Well, I mean, "friends okay. in low places" didn't come to mind at this time. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love it. And so, <laughs> but like, if you're gonna do that, you're gonna you're basically gonna go from you're gonna go from the very beginning of this song to the end of this song, and then you're gonna end it and you're gonna go into the next song. Yeah, you're just moving through. Yeah, you're just kind of moving through wow. and stuff like that. Like we listened to a band a couple mo- a couple weeks ago down in Orlando, and. You know, I I know a Christian guy in a bar. You know, but it it wasn't about any of anything that. But these this band was very very good. good. What was I can't remember the name of it. Leonard Brothers band. The Leonard Brothers band, and naturally of course I was drawn to the drummer. And these guys were fantastic. Like I mean, these guys were good enough that even if anybody walking down the road, he's gonna stop. And they played for hours right behind. But it was the same thing. They just. They'd go through the whole song. They'd stop, take a break, and go right into the next one. Stop, take a break, right into the next With worship music, it's kind of one of those deals, like I was saying, with like with Daniel and Caitlin, of you really start feeling something inside of your soul, and you're you're kind of like, it's it's one of those things when you get these warm, warm fuzzy feelings and stuff like that, and then your emotions start taking over, and you're just like, what's really happening? Like for me, my hands start sweating when I'm playing. Um, like, I... I play at, uh, I've played at a couple of different churches around, like Heritage and Moultrie. Um, I played at Journey in Tipton, and now I'm currently at First Baptist Church in Tipton at, on their Connection side. And everywhere I've been, you know, of course, the first Sunday or two or whatever, you're kind of nervous. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like anything else. It's like your first mm-hmm. gig. But when, you, when you're when you out there playing, man, it's like, you know, God's Spirit, like, overtakes you sometimes. And, mm-hmm. and so for us – it's one of those deals of when we get, we start the song and we're like, yeah, we're going to go run through the song. It's going to be the same thing. But when we get to the end of it, if I'm feeling something, I'm pretty sure that the guys on stage are feeling the same thing I am. And so, you know, of course, everybody plays the click and plays the multi tracks, stuff like that. It's like we can come off of that completely. And we like to call it going rogue. Yeah. You know? Um, and we'll just come off of that completely. And it's just like let our let the moment happen and, and let the stuff breathe. And what I love about playing with people like Daniel and Caitlin that I've played with for years now is the hand – like it, it's funny to say this, but there's hand signals. And there's just like – and I don't necessarily – me personally don't need it because – like at the end of the song we could fall out and then i look up and caitlin's got her hand raised and she's pr- and like singing something else completely different than what the song we were just in so we kind of go to a new song or she'll start singing that chorus over again and then so you got to
0: really be able to kind of compromise yeah you just kind yeah, of yeah exactly they, just the next song yeah kinda going in at it. yeah and it's like, like it would be on a bar set
1: yeah oh. yeah to a point yeah exactly but you know
2: There's a feeling to it, though. Yeah, there's more of a... It's not as logistical, I feel like, from a bar setting. Because nine times out of ten, I'm in the crowd, not on stage with Darren. So, for me, not being up there, but just to be in the room, you know when the atmosphere changes. You know when the presence of God is there. You can look at the band. I can look at Darren, and I know when he is in a moment with the Lord. Because... He may not know it, but he's already gone into autopilot and he doesn't know what he's playing. And he'll get through with a song and be like, I don't know. And I'm like, you weren't even there anymore. You were fully in worship and the Lord had taken over the set. And that's kind of how it is with the rest of the guys like Daniel and Caitlin and everybody is from my perspective of knowing them, knowing their heart, knowing worship, and just looking at them from the outside of you see when the Lord steps in. And when it changes, yeah, based off of just what you would see in a secular setting, to
1: yeah, and it it is it's real cool to to me personally. I think worship music is some of the hardest stuff to play. Oh yeah. Whether I mean, everybody's got their jokes about bass players. Bass players just stands there and hits a note, right? You know. I mean, <laughs> and it's it, it, but to me, of course, being a drummer and stuff like that, like. I love all the music, musicians, stuff like that by Equally, but for me, I feel like worship music is one of the hardest things to play because, you know, if you're in a bar setting and you have your set list, which we do too, but you have X amount of songs that everybody knows. And I mean, I guess in a way we do too with worship music, but what happens, what tends to happens is this week we're going to do these four songs and they're going to be by four different artists. And they're four completely different tunes, completely different, BBMs, everything. everything I mean, yeah, like you might have one song that's really big, beginning, really driving, everything really fast, you know, 140 BPM, stuff like that. And you'll slow down to a 60 BPM mm-hmm. song that's more Tom-driven, which is a lot of worship music nowadays and, and stuff like that. Like, you know, we got some songs coming up this yeah, Sunday. Yeah, a lot of
0: big Tom. Yeah, like exactly. Toms.
1: And it's kind of like with my kit, um, and like we were talking earlier about the worship setting, drums nowadays on the worship side of everything the bigger the better it seems like you know like um uh one of my favorite drummers that i love to watch austin davis who plays for carrie joe um like you could look at his drum set and he's got a he got a good drum set but you look at his cymbals and he's got like a 22 inch crash a 24 inch ride 20 inch crash you know stuff like that and and i'm like i want that Mainly because he was one of my favorite drummers, and I'm like, yeah, I want want your, I want your setup, I want your same setup, you know. But then I have to step, you know, calm myself down, of course. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. He plays all the time. I don't, you know, and um, that's his full-time job. It's not mine. But, um, but yeah, like, like I said, worship to me is just some of the hardest stuff. Like you'll do it for four different artists, and they're four completely different songs, and you do this every Sunday. Whereas a bar setting, Friday night you're gonna play say in Albany and then Saturday night you're gonna play in Savannah so you can kind of do the same exact set that you just done the night, the night before you know or even the week before if you're playing in a totally different town compared to Sunday morning where you're gonna do four completely different songs every week just right. about and they're gonna be four completely different you know or however many you do on Sunday they're gonna be completely different especially like where I came from originally with the um, the boom Tap stuff. I mean, it was <laughs> that stuff. Was you were gonna be? You know, there was no click. There was no nothing. You just kind of follow everybody. Don't like, let him pull
2: no. you. He can go back yeah. to the boom. And I can know. do it.
1: Like <laughs> one of our one of our worship pastors, a guy I love to death, uh, Mark Cunningham, who is the worship pastor at Heritage. And I've known him for years. Um, you know, he, him and I, and and we're talking one night in Lindley at his house one night after a, uh, we had a, a, a party. It was a Christmas, Christmas party. And we were always just talking, you know, just because. I mean, who who really leaves after a party and well, not okay, to it's a
2: Johnson thing. We open any place up and we close most any of the place time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the
2: first people at church and we're the last. We're kind of we're lake. the Marines. Okay, like first in, first out. You
1: know, or first mm-hmm. in, so last so out. So you
0: don't run late.
2: No, I don't. I really don't. I like to
1: show up fashionably late sometimes, <laughs> but when it comes to like Sunday mornings on and stuff, yeah.
2: But my own time is really early and
1: she'd be there 30 minutes (laughs) early. My thing is is if we get there 10, 15, 10, 20, you know, 10, five minutes early, I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm -mm. You know, it's like, okay, we're, we're good. And she's like, anxiety's like (laughs) through the roof. We got to be there. Yeah. My
0: problem is I always think i got more time than I have.
1: Like, yes, that's mine stand. too. That's like, mine. i got
0: plenty of time. And I, can do this, yeah. I can do this before I leave. It's kind of
1: like come over here. Is, yeah, it's like, it's like come over here. I was like, I'm, yeah, we'll be there at 1130. <laughs> hey, it's looking more like 12. <laughs> I woke hey, it, it says we'll be there 12 at, 30. <laughs> 645. at
2: 645 this morning. I was like, no, I need to know the plan. I'll have it mapped out how long it's going to take me to get ready, what we've got to do before yeah, I we I leave didn't. the house. I didn't. And Darren was like, well, I don't know. I'll be home, and I'm like, no, I need to know.
1: So, yeah. That's why
0: y'all work, because y'all are so different,
1: right? Yeah, and we've I, been together for almost, what, 13 years? <laughs> October? Yeah, October
2: will be 13 years.
1: October will be 13 years, and we've been married for 10, so...
2: We met with him on a drum set. Yeah, which was... <laughs>
1: I used to play... So, like I was saying, I come from the Pentecostal thing, and her granddaddy was playing southern gospel music, which is the stuff, and, and that's what my buddy Mark Cunningham was telling us, that he if he could use any drummer in the world, he would want to choose me, or somebody like me, because... I've came from the boom tap from the old gospel hymn book, red back hymnals, Pentecostals, boom tap stuff, to and contemporary to contemporary. Stuff. Yeah. But going from the contemporary stuff to the boom tap, you'd you be amazed. It. And it's so to me, it's simple. It's just like, you know, you're four on the floor, and your eighth notes are on the hi hat, and you're two and four on the snare, and it's just like one two three four, you know. But, and then you go into the course, and you. And you and technically you don't do anything. You might do a Tom roll, but you go to the ride and all that stuff and then come back, yeah. you know, there's, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost kind of boring to a point now, but he was, that's what he had told me, you know, and, um, he would rather have somebody like that because in the South, in South Georgia, any churches you go to, you might have the older crowd and they won't You're going to mm. You're
2: gonna have to pull right out. You're going to have to pull out eventually. You know, so. Especially and, when
1: I throw up an old hymn. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's what, like with Mark, sometimes in the service he would be playing and we would plan this out and, in rehearsal that morning, he's like, Hey, I think I'm gonna go into this song. And with me, he would say, Hey, you remember so and so song? Uh and he my my granddaddy and my dad could tell you like page numbers and what song they are. Oh, you know, like my papa, his <laughs> favorite say,
0: say a name I was like that's page sixty exactly. three. Exactly. That's what I was exactly. saying. He, my papa's
1: favorite song was Heaven's Jubilee. You want to do that just about every Sunday 117. morning. And it's a, <laughs> she's the same way. Yes. She's the I same knew that way. One. <laughs> exactly. And it's like He's like y'all turn like probably wouldn't even open up the thing when he's leading worship that you know on Sunday morning. He's like y'all turn to page one seventeen, <laughs> Heaven's Jubilee. Everybody in the crowd, everybody's flipping through pages, and then the musicians are already like, okay, let the piano start, and then we just kind of follow yeah. everybody, you know. But it's but it's it's for me going you know back and forth. I can definitely do that, and but you know it's tougher on me because I got a, uh, another one of my good buddies, Christian Musgrove, who i look up to now actually because i had a I had a guy one time tell me he said um when you want to get better find some you know you find somebody better than you and learn from them he said when you get to their level and you're playing with just as good as them as maybe a little bit better find somebody else that's even better mm-hmm. and so that's why i'm what i've done and um i kind of felt like i'd peaked out for the this air, south georgia area as far as worship drummers go and um Lindley's got a cousin that's he's a phenomenal guy, too. And I felt like him and I were on the same page. Like, he could do a few things different that I couldn't, but then I could do stuff that he couldn't, you know. Right. So, um, it was kind of one of those things I learned a little bit more in here. And then, um, I met Christian. And I mean, the dude's he's he's very good and and stuff like that and uh at, at playing and all that. And he's been around for a little bit. And, um, I mean, just and I love him to death, you know, like. And him and I just get together. And it was one of those things kind of like, click, you know, yeah, like you yeah, gotta, exactly. When just, Justin and I, yeah. like, cause Justin left, um, like I said, Justin ended up moving West Palm beach. Then he moved to Nashville, Tennessee, and then he moved up to, uh, St. Louis now where he's at, you know, ho- DJ, he's still hosting, uh, Christian music, right. uh, radio and all that. And that's what he's always done. But, um, I never really had a close drummer friend. Like I just kind of got close to my band and, um, people like that and then somebody
0: you can kind of talk to on. The yeah exactly of, hey, w- w- how are you doing that
1: right now? exactly, exactly. i don't want to yeah. ask in front of everybody but we exactly to can kind yeah of... or can we or... figure this out yeah. or
2: s- he sends pictures of symbols to justin and christian <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all like, the time yeah, like symbols, so kids everything and, and it's go... weird like that drummers yeah. will do
0: that they'll go they'll kind of migrate to like you'll have like an yeah. upper drummer yeah, yeah. that everybody exactly. kind of feeds to ask questions to and then yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: is and and I I always value everybody's opinion. Like I try to, I have my own opinions about stuff. And and like I was saying, like like with about Austin Davis's stuff, like he was like big, and I was like, man, I really want this twenty-two inch crash. I want these huge cymbals and all this stuff. And then like at church, we play with a twenty-two inch ride and twenty-inch crashes, and I'm like, you know, that'd be enough. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> yeah. that's enough. You yeah. know, twenty would be fine. You know, because I've got like I've got a sixteen inch now, and I'm just like, I don't, I hate the cymbal. Just it, it doesn't give me what I want out of it. And then I had a um I had a eighteen or nineteen inch uh Sabian XXH evolution or something. It had the holes all the way around it, you know, and mm-hmm. I love that symbol. And but apparently I played too hard and I cracked it and like right there at one of the holes. He breaks sticks every yeah. Sunday. No, not anymore. i I moved up. <laughs> You know, I went up to a thicker stick, so okay. I. Wouldn't break hey, them, I tell you
0: this, one thing: being into like when you're playing, because I play, I played drums for my church for a while, and I yeah. did the worship service, like for the playing guitar and singing some. Yeah. And so, like, but when I would play guitar, it would always be so important to, to for a drummer to be able to to be have volume on demand and yeah. be quiet on demand. Yeah. You know, you that, the dynamics. yeah, dynamics of being able to yep. host, and, and you got to watch for that, and like you yeah. said. Worship drummers are the best for that. It seems yeah. like they they can hear that volume increase or yeah. when they really need to kinda of come in and be very flexible. That's and, right. That's and being right. And be able yeah. to kind of fall into the you know, the right. Um,
1: yeah. And that's not something you learn overnight either. Like mm-hmm. um, you get like these like a younger kid coming into play in to play and a uh it it, it, it even <laughs> It happened to me the one be time. The looks, yeah, like <laughs> you and I didn't looks, know. You're bad. Like on the yeah, attention to yeah. you. are doing amazing. Exactly, it happened to me at a little <laughs> Baptist church one time. We we put a band together and got together a few times practice. We we're like, yeah, cool, cool. Let's let's play on Sunday night. And the preacher let us because his daughter, of course, was in the band. And I got out there and played, and I didn't think nothing about it. And then afterwards, they were kind of making some jokes. It's like we sure heard Darren today and tonight. And the preacher was, you know, in the middle of his yeah. or before his sermon and all that. I didn't know anything until afterwards, and my uncle would come up to me, and he's like, you didn't see me? And I was like, no, I didn't see anything, because I was playing. I was focused, you know. It's kind of one of those things of, even in a Baptist church, I was Pentecostal background. Well, so you always I mean,
0: tame down, like you always have yeah. to tame yourself down. Yeah, exactly. But because at that, you that point, want to be here, so I didn't. Sometimes you could get to that peak for a yeah. second, but then you had to come right back off Yeah,
1: of it. and to see, and at that point, I didn't do that. I was Stay up here. Pick. I was at the very top at the peak, letting it fly, and then they and I was like, "You were like 15 too." Yeah, and I was only <laughs> like 15 or so, and and so then then I started learning to play in <laughs> the room and stuff like that, and and it for me it, it I I can do it, of course. Um, which I've been playing. I got real serious about it. Probably it was right before you and I got together. When I started playing with you, Granddaddy and him, but it was my dad and them were doing stuff and at church and all that. And, and I started playing Southern Gospel music because I wanted to be discovered so bad. I yeah. wanted to go, that's what I wanted to do full time. And you start learning that these people that do it full time don't really do it full time, yeah. they don't make enough money. They have it. side gigs, mm-hmm. they all have side gigs and stuff. They all do this different stuff. And mm-hmm. there's very um, few
0: drummers like that, that are actually making a living. That's yeah. all they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Unless they've cut down their lifestyle so much that they don't yeah. have to
1: have a you know, exactly, and I was gonna
0: be a BMX pro. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. I was going I was yeah. going on that path. Yeah, yeah, and, and it didn't work out.
1: Yeah, and it, me either. So now I'm like, I, I, like, so we go to First Baptist there in Titon, and the crazy thing is, is coming up with my granddaddy leading worship and stuff. The preacher that's there now, T.J. Malden. I actually grew up with him at the same church my granddaddy was leading worship at his granddaddy was the preacher so it's kind of like it's full circle it's like a big full like i said big full circle it's just full circle that yeah. comes back around and it's like you know i i re- we really enjoy being there with him and and listening to him preach and teach and yeah you know and he can sing too and it's like you know and i went and played with him a couple of weeks ago over in alabama at a youth event and i mean just had a great time you know and it's but it's one of those things too. You build those relationships up, and you know
0: it's all about relationships. Yeah. Hey, what's your favorite is. song that you play on the drums? Like you can't wait for them to play that song because you're fixing to let loose. Um,
1: I'm gonna tell you mine in a second. So I don't. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't. I really enjoy playing. Um, there's one song. That is, is real complica- it's real complicated. It's complicated playing, but. First time I played it was a song called Egypt by Bethel. Um, I really enjoy playing that one. And I, I mean, I enjoy playing all. There's some. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some songs I'm just like, geez, why am I we got to play this song? I hate this song. And then I get done with it and it's stuck in my head all day. And yeah. it's like, you know, that was, just because it doesn't. I like to be challenged a little. I don't like to be over challenged, but I don't like to be under challenged either. Like, yeah. you know, I want to be content, stay right in the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go anywhere else. Yeah. So, But. Um, I would probably say Egypt would be one of my favorites. Uh, I, I think that, like, I have I have some other songs that I just, I like, I enjoy playing. But it's mostly because there's, like, these, like, I love a, a, a good, being right in the middle of a huge buildup in a song, going into, like, a chorus or something, and then just drop out. Everything just drops. And then it just, you know, comes right back in. Mm-hmm. You know, you go from the very highest of the highest to, you know, Drop to the very low, and low, and there's nothing playing right back to the high. You know, yep. it just create this—not this, this uh, not even a V almost, but you know. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's it's kind dynamic. of right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool, man. Exactly. So. I love but,
0: it. I, I, my favorite song to be on the drums with is the Newsboys "I Am Free." Really? You know yeah. yeah, yeah. I played that like, one before. That was yeah. that, that. To me, that one, especially with a up bend kind of swing to it, like yeah,
1: it's yeah.
0: That was probably um um one of my favorites so right. Lindley, mm-hmm. so how is it like you're the wife of a drummer so she started a, she started a I blog, had a blog, one blog at
2: one time called life of a drummer's wife and wrote about all this yeah. so what you want to know yeah. <laughs>
0: so how i mean obviously i mean a lot of times you know i'm sure it's hard for a lot of wives to kind of almost kind of because they almost have to kind of compete with the drums a little bit you know yeah. because we love playing the mm-hmm. drums and it's always she, yeah
1: and she knows she's my number one like <laughs> even my kid that's now you know of course that you just built for me man and is I would not I'd have done it eventually but she was the one that had to pull the trigger on it and like and I love this thing man I, I love it like I what well, you're talking before I'll set it up in the middle of the living room and everything but She knows she's my number one.
2: My main thing is, it it is. There are some times where it's like, okay, you're in the background again. But, honestly, I think if you have the communication, and I know this is his passion, and whatever I want to do, he'd follow me 100%. So, it's Mm -hmm. like, I've toted... Every drum,
1: she's my roadie. I can, yeah. I I can good, take my good roadie. A, that I can take a kid down,
2: I can take a down and put a kid up, and we've been doing that since we were dating. So yeah, it's just kind of been our thing. Of and I think for for me,
0: you like hearing drums.
2: I do. I I love hearing. That was always what I was drawn to. So you think to.
0: if he wasn't like a drummer, you still would have been?
2: I don't know. I probably wouldn't have looked at him that night. <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah. <laughs> it's what we actually met. He was we playing with at Papa church, yeah. at a little Ray City Church of God.
1: Yeah, it was Southern Gospel Music. And and stuff they had
2: <laughs> asked me for a year, you need to come meet our drummer. You need to come meet our drummer. And I was like, nope, if y'all like him, there's no way I can. <laughs> and so I'm not. But well, there's walk, reasons
1: behind that because they tried to set you up some losers. Before, yeah, they had tried to set me up with some losers. There was the only one winner reason. in this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they had tried. They kept trying to set me up with all these gospel singers, grandsons, and none of them yeah, were. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but it's, we, I ended up walking in that night and met him, and he was already sitting behind the drum set, and I knew that night, like, I knew we'd be together. God told you that night. Yeah, that God told me that night. Was that was my husband. Your best so, gift ever my best gift ever that was not his exact words (laughs) to me but okay i'm glad you remember it that way um i know it was somewhere in there i'm not gonna put words in,
1: in in god's mouth
2: but like from that i think just from that first night of i was drawn to it because i saw what the lord did through him through the drums so i've never felt like i took a back seat to that there are times where i'm like okay well we got to do this show and that, and whew, I'm going to be tired, and but yeah. I'll keep going.
1: You know she loves me when we play in uh, Moultrie, Georgia every year for, uh, for the lighting of the lights thing, lights, lights, or whatever mm-hmm. they call it. Yeah, that's cool. was amazing. Lights. Yeah, yeah. That, that and it's like 10,000 plus people or yeah. whatever. Nah, I say 10,000. They said somebody told me 10,000 one time, and I it's just like lot. stick with it. But, you know, we play for that, but not last year because of – not 2020 because of COVID, but the year before – I think in 2019, we were playing, and I realized that I left my in-ears at the house. But well, we live 45 minutes away from Moultrie. Ooh. And I was like, I've got to have these. Can you see? And so her mom, who lived mom, right next yeah. door to us, My met. mom met
2: me in Lenox, yep, but I drove met. all the way to Lenox and back right before yeah. they started playing. She so right up them and
1: I was like... Thank you, God. Because I wasn't going to be able to hear the click. I wasn't going to hear nothing. I was like, we're just going to have to postpone. Santa Claus isn't going to come on time this year, boys. You know, but it's not happening. She did. She did that for me, man. And I was like, I mean, because without her, it would have been me going and leaving my drums not even put up yet to go all the way home to get them and then come back. Yeah. And then try to rush through it and doing it, you know. So, wow. But, yeah. But, yeah, so she. she knows she's still my number one, but. You know, she doesn't. Drums are number two. Yeah, drums are close second. Mm-hmm. Close, close second. It's just so. something
0: about vibrations, man, that just kind yeah. of like you can. I, I, really feel like you can hear beats. You can hear things yeah. that will actually trigger different things in our minds. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. to, that will actually like mm-hmm. core progressions can actually make you feel a certain core yeah. progressions can trigger things in your mind that will make you feel a certain way. Oh, yeah. it
2: definitely, music. And chord progressions and beats and all of that have everything to do with your emotions. And oh, yeah, you can make a room feel,
0: yeah,
2: honestly, you have the control. I feel like when music starts playing, you have the control to make people feel what you want Mm -hmm, them to feel,
0: mm -hmm. they're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, music is powerful. And I think
2: for worship, I feel like you need to, you kind of help
0: usher the spirit in by the chords that you you play, you know.
2: you usher the spirit in, but I think you need to know that you have that accountability that you're leading people into Mm -hmm. worship. So now you're on a
0: stage of authority. Yeah. Yeah. You have
2: a a higher calling to you to do that, to be able to lead people into worship. And I think you need to, to know that you're accountable for that and accountable for leading and, um, that people are looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: And not, not even on just Sunday mornings, like people look at you, during the week and stuff like they'll see you on and during the week and stuff like that out at like publics or at a restaurant and stuff like that. And they're looking at you and they won't even say anything to you,
2: but they know who, but you, they like. know who
1: you are. Yeah. You don't know who they are, you know, especially in a church like ours of a thousand plus people. And, you know, on a Sunday morning and you know, a select few people because you know, the, it, it's kind of like the, somebody said it or I, I can't remember if it's in the Bible, but it's talking about the field is right, but the labor or, yeah. Mm You, and it's it's like that all over every church of even within a thousand people there's a handful of people that make sunday morning actually run yeah you know and 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 i think that's a lot a lot of problems too you know i guess it's kind of different when it comes to church uh (laughs) little rabbit hole that we go down but like you know a lot of people think oh well they got it all together because those guys are really good yeah and it's like first baptist in tifton yeah, we want you to be good. We want you to play excellence because that's you know we feel that's what was required of us. And it's you know like I really feel it's my calling to play drums, and you know and you could tell you could tell the difference between an anointing drummer and mm-hmm. it's my Pentecostal coming out and yeah. like an anointing drummer and it's got the anointing to somebody. that's just up there playing. gets maybe played in a bar Friday and Saturday night and then they show up Sunday to play. Nothing wrong. You know, it's, it's, you know, like my granddaddy and all of them would be like, it's just great they're being a church, you know. And I used to think, you're crazy. Why don't, why would you want somebody's bars all Friday and Saturday night in church? It's like, well, if they weren't, they'd be at home sleeping yeah. and not hearing God's word. And it's like all about planting that seed and stuff like that, you know, so. Well,
0: I know that the church that I went to, man, like you didn't go, you didn't play in the bars.
1: Yeah. Play and that's the the, that's like the mm-hmm. Bible belts deal. Like we've been
0: in service because they, they treated that, the, the, We've been in services before, where it's nothing to uh. look over and see the piano player getting fall out in the spirit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's that's what we grew up with, and like yeah. the preacher to just like start running and yep. jumping the aisles, yep. yep. like running the pews and stuff like, like, pews. like that. Yeah. Now, yeah. when you're a drummer and this kind of action starts coming on, is like free. F- I mean, you. Oh are just, yeah. It's, you,
1: you, yeah. There's that's no, what I like, always told Darren. Switch, that's like yeah. you don't get
0: that nowhere else. No, and no, that No, no like, bar scene gets that. No, you get
2: this freedom but you're kind of like protected you're back there behind the drums Darren's never I always pick on him about it and I'm like I'm out here having to sing or you know be in something and yeah and he's kind of in his little bubble just he's always off. in his cage in his little <laughs> bubble and I'm like you you could come out here and help me it's when,
1: when you let your gospel go you know you're like you have to pull out your like your black gospel stuff and <laughs> you like you just really want to play and stuff and that's where I really that those moments like that are where I really really enjoy if you don't you don't have any preaching it's just like the spirit of God just moves in a service and stuff and service. it's just music only yeah, sometimes I it's like and you don't that. want to like, on
0: and just l- let yeah, me just listen
1: it, Exactly, exactly and you start doing stuff yeah. and, like I, I really love I got a, another buddy of mine Warren Roberts who he, he used to be in Moultrie with us and he moved up to um, Atlanta and stuff like that and he plays keys and you're talking about like if I was to put a band together right now I could name <laughs> everybody right now that i would want in my band and warren would be my key piano player right now and warren i mean dude he hits like i mean just playing stuff hits these sevens and stuff like mm-hmm. that you know this old gospel stuff and it's i'm like
0: chords course just pull it out. yeah, oh, yeah and they it's they like do. you yeah. know
1: if if anybody else were to play them it would be like that didn't sound right because of course they're not playing it right but warren hits it just right and it's like that almost sounded like it wasn't supposed to be there. But, but it works. But it worked, and I, I kind of like it. Yeah. You know, and I was like, mm-hmm. so what's going on here? And But, yeah, Warren would be my piano player. And, yeah, I mean, that dude is awesome. He's, called me, he's He's wanted me to come up a few times. He plays drums, too, and he's wanted me to come up a few times to play. And I was like, man, you know I'm, I'm too white for that. You know that? <laughs> and, like, he and he just laughs, you know. And I'm like, dude, I would love to, though. I yeah. would love it. I would definitely try it and but it's just one of those things it's just i think I what's funny
2: there. is all like just listening to you name drop but like all these people hey, get on my buddy shout out all <laughs> your, your shout outs. but all of these people are who i contacted when we went to do the drums yeah exactly. and they all sent videos exactly. in <laughs> to yeah, surprise she him me a,
1: she made me a video which I, you were in it too right there yeah man. michael it, was it in was, the end it was like i i honestly i was not expecting it um we he did, still
2: didn't know halfway through the video.
1: No, I didn't know. I thought because my love language is like um, words, words of affirmation, affirmation and stuff. And I was like, all right, these people are just telling me how good I am. And yeah. I was like, I appreciate it. And I, was, and I was completely fine with the video. I was like, cool. He
2: thought that I just didn't really do a lot for Christmas and yeah. made him a video of people yeah. telling me yeah. to And like, that was it.
1: Like, because we, we're more, we're the kind of people we'd rather travel and do stuff uh, instead of get job. gifts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, and, and it's crazy because we start, It was a 20 minute video. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes long, and I had no clue until you come on there, and I was just like, "Oh, this is what that's about." (laughs) And I'm sitting there in total shock, like, even now, looking at the kit, and I'm like, "Are you are you serious right now?" And dude, I and I just lost it. Like, I just started crying. I I never get emotional with gifts and stuff like that. You know, I've seen these videos where people like open up a a PS4 or some junk like that you know. and I'm not a gamer or anything either so and I was always drums were where I was at but like you see them get crying and stuff like that and I was like ah that's stupid that's fake there's no way that's real and then I found out at Christmas it was real <laughs> <laughs> so and I was like oh this is gonna be awesome yeah you man. know so and it just
0: I mean there ain't nobody but, else in the world
1: exactly it's got
0: a kit like that no. exactly I mean you can't get it period no
1: uh, uh-uh. nobody else is gonna get it no, either.
0: It's definitely. Um, I feel like it's gonna be an heirloom that's gonna passed oh, yeah. yeah. down.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, generation. That's yeah. kind
0: of what man. I'm in, I'm obsessed with that right now for some reason. Yeah, passing it's, stuff it's down so because like it's almost kind of. And that's yeah. what I was telling Shannon. I was like making like talking about different entrepreneur stuff like. Yeah. Figuring out ways to go into make you know to turn something from a hobby into yeah, making money. Because that's kind of what I yep. did with the drums. Because a lot of times, you know, I'm having to do cabinets. i got to do a lot of different stuff. Yep. But, it, And I'd always start going with the drums a little bit. But it ain't until, you know, the past few years, well, that I quit giving, like, cabinets up altogether and just yeah. do straight drums. Because normally yeah. what happens is, you know, you're just kind of weighing it out. It takes years that's to right. start yeah. bringing enough money to be able to do this full-time support itself. Yeah, you know
1: like, I think, I remember when you got started, I say when you got started, I don't know. It's been a while back, and I saw what you did, you know, like even when your dad was still here with you and helping you, and I was like, that's who I want to build my drum set. Like, I've always been drawn to it because of my granddad's house. You know, we had the house, and it was all that stuff and everything. And um, But what people don't realize is, you know, these are custom drum sets. These are, you were, you know, like you're saying, you're turning a hobby into a business. So you have all these like not a lot of people were doing it at the time either. Like you, I mean, yeah, you could call up Pearl and stuff like that and tell them what you want. They probably have it sitting over in the corner. They just got to color it, whatever you want to color it kind of thing. It's not like with what you do of going and you know, taking these houses down and having all these pieces of wood and actually hand building these things to put them all together and creating what you've created, you know? And it's like one of those, like for me, like you're talking about like an heirloom thing of, lindley and i have tried to have kids forever you know for the last 10 years and it's kind of nothing's really happened you know i mean we have had miscarriages and stuff like that and uh done ivf and it didn't work out for us we got three you know fertilized eggs left over waiting you know whenever we do it but i mean crap they're three grand a piece or it's three grand to do it whether we do one at a time or take our you know pick but my nephew i told him one I, I taught him how to play and he's seven now or our nephew rather but He'll be seven Um, in August. He'll be seven in August, and he already knows how to keep a beat, and I just showed him one time how to do it. And I'm like, so instantly, of course, we start talking about heirlooms. He's the one that's getting it. Like, there's nobody else. Like, we have, we're the godparents of one little little girl, and we have a niece, and I love him to death, but I'm like, Jace is my boy.
2: This is
1: Jace's. And something ever happens to me, and I can't play it anymore. It goes to Jace, yeah. you know, like he could play it, and I'm hoping that he'll take up like I did. I mean, he could go farther than me if he sticks with it, of mm-hmm. course. But
0: and those younger guys yeah. and like that, they got such a, an advantage. It almost seemed like they can play the drums better earlier.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't even start playing the drums. YouTube, period. baby, YouTube. So <laughs> I was like 26. Yeah, that's the way it was with me. I mean,
0: I just knew I always liked tapping yeah. on stuff, and just never set but yep. I felt like I definitely would
1: love it. And I started when I, and I turned like when I got out of high school at 18 and I started playing at my dad's church and it was, that was all it was and it, it never in a million. And so this is kind of going to that entrepreneurship. Um, yeah, <laughs> I get it ahead of myself sometimes, hey, but he can't speak right. I don't spoke right. <laughs> but like you're talking about that, like my dad and him come from the Pentecost thing. And even with worship people and dad and him had a, um, a gospel group for a while around here and they would go to people's place and they'd play for a love offering and there's nothing wrong with playing for a love offering you know just take up whatever but sometimes you would come out of there with a hundred bucks you know everybody made a hundred dollars or you're trying to get some for the band so everybody's gonna get twenty bucks tonight. we're putting the rest of it towards the band so we can buy new equipment nothing wrong with that today's world is totally different of man I can if I go play somewhere and it and I'll still do it, especially if it's worship music. I'll still do it for free. If if the the church is like we just really don't have anybody, we really want that's you guys. That's your offering. That's kind of exactly. What I'm like, look, you know, I, I we appreciate it. I, if if you guys are really wanting us, you know, we can we'll we'll come do it. Granted, me as a human is like, I don't want to do this jump because I'm not going to get any money off of it. Yeah. But um, a lot of people nowadays do realize that that's a lot of work. I mean, like our band.
0: It's looking. Yeah. Getting everything set up and getting it moving around. Yeah, exactly. a lot of
1: work. Just with
2: equipment and sound and all of that, but also the practice time.
1: Yeah. The practice time and everything. And and you don't, they don't realize that they. It's a
0: sacrifice for everybody.
1: It is. And and that's what, like, I I heard it best one time of, you know, the reason that, because I, I thought that growing up like that, but. Like, the guy was telling me, he's like, one of the reasons that I charge people what I do is because you're taking away from my time and my family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're not wrong. <laughs> you know, I was like, you're exactly right. You're taking away from, you know, because I'm going to have to practice on my own. And then when I get to the band, I'm going to rehearse there. Yep. You know, and then we travel X amount of miles, you know, and then we're going to play these this day, these days, whatever. And then we got to travel and turn around, come back. So by the time you get done with it, I mean it's the lowest paying job in the world. You <laughs> know, people and people think, man, oh man, y'all charge five thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if you realize what really goes into it, it's a yeah. different story. And and I think that's why, like, me personally, I could ne- I would love to be a full time drummer and I would do it. I I try to do it and stuff like that. But I also know that what I love doing, playing, and which is my hobby of playing I would it can never really be my full-time job yeah well then if so it was your tough. full-time
0: job it wouldn't be as special
1: exactly you know yeah that's, that's exactly when right when you
0: started like here recently it's like okay forever I, I was trying to make a living just playing the drums you know and it's almost yeah. kind of weird like once you get it you're almost kind of like all right now what what's next now yeah you know? where gotta, am I gonna be there's at there's tomorrow gotta where be am some I gonna sort do of a chase to where direction yeah. that you're going
1: I feel oh yeah like. I and I we got friends that um like I was saying earlier that I've got a buddy of mine who, you know, this kind of goes back to the music thing how powerful it is and can be. He played in our church for a while. And then another church called him wanting to come play, and he was going to get paid over there. So naturally he went, you know, because, I mean, it was 75 bucks for a Sunday. And I was like, dude, we're not getting anything. We're having to be here from this time to this time, and we're basically putting in a full day. You go over there and get 75 bucks. I don't blame you, yeah. you know. And, um, so we talked about that, but he ended up going through a divorce and nobody, you know, we were kind of, I hadn't heard from him and stuff like that. And I reached out to him one day and I said, um, I said, Hey man, I just hadn't seen or heard from you in a while. I just want to make sure everything's okay. And he said, he, he said, man, he said, I'm gonna be honest with you. He said, I just got disconnected from everybody. He said, I didn't want to do it. And we talked for a few minutes and ended up, he, he, I mean, he told me, he's like, he said, I just picked up a guitar one day, he said, and started playing it. You know, he didn't really know how. He just—he's like, I just started learning and learned to play it. And he's like, it literally saved my life. And he's a drummer and a thing. And I had no idea. And I was like, dude, I'm—I'm so sorry that I didn't reach out sooner. You know, we started playing, and we started talking and all that stuff. And he goes, he moves to Panama City Beach, and that's what he does full time now. Hmm. And he makes some really good money at it. And all that. that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and like. They put together a band and they've asked me to come yeah. play with them and stuff too. And me being a worship drummer and coming from the background that I do, I'm like, "All right, God, if you really want me to do it, let's make it happen." You know, yeah. kind of put a fleece out there. Let's make some stuff happen that I can go do it because it, it's there is money in it. Yeah. You know, and I was like, "But if it's something that you don't want me to do, let me know." Yeah. You know, it's like, but because the human side of me is like, "Heck yeah, let's go play. I'm ready to go." You know, because and I'm and I'm strong in my faith to know that i can go hang out at a bar and people can recognize me and they're just like what are you drinking oh that's the water or it's a coke or something you know whatever and i'm not gonna make you know make somebody else stumble or something like that i mean i can i'm strong enough in my faith that i'm not gonna be dancing with some other random girls and you know or anything like that and and i'm up there and and if people want to come take a picture yeah that's cool What's your number? I sent it to you. Nah, you ain't getting that, baby. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And and of course, Lindley, I would never do that without Lindley. Lindley would mess him up for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all
2: can see the look I just gave. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Like, I would would never, like, I had a guy tell me one time, you don't want to be, you don't want to do that. You're too young playing in the bar. You don't want to do that. There's just too many risks for your marriage and stuff. And he was right at the very beginning of my marriage. But as Lindley and I've gotten older, and it's 10 years. We've been we've been married for ten years this past June. Ten years. Yeah. Like yeah. and That's we're amazing. Especially in our thirties. Yeah, exactly. Like everybody you heard, gets a divorce after Yeah, my, I hear people divorce people I know have been divorced, stuff like that and Marriage is hard. It, it is very hard. Hard. It's it's hard. One of those you have to work at.
0: Most people are selfish. They're all about themselves yeah. and you get two people and it's Yep. It's hard to make that work. Yep. And sure.
1: it it's one of those things that if you don't do everything together, then you're not I mean of course you're gonna have those times where like, in my work, if I had to fly out to Dallas or something like that, then I have to go to Dallas and she can't go with me. Yeah. But, you know, you, you it's one of those things, too, I guess, that you have to give each other that freedom and you have to trust those people. But then at the same time, like, talking about going to play in Panama City, I'd never go without her. Yeah. You know, if mm-hmm. she said something like, I can't make it this weekend we already had it, it may be a different story, but that trust is there between her and I. She knows who I'm with. I know where she knows yep. where I'm going to be at. She knows what's happening. I'm always in contact with her. Hey, we're about to go on. I'll, I'll text you when we get finished. You know, hey, you know, stuff like that. And, and it's and some people back in the day, we used to call it being whipped. You letting her go know everything. It's like back in the day, it probably was because that's your girlfriend. You didn't need to tell her everything. <laughs> yeah. But now, this is my wife. This is my livelihood. Yeah. This is the one, my life partner, the yes. one I don't want to do anything else yep. with. You know, or the one I want to do everything with, not that I don't want to do anything else. Sorry. Whatever. We get the point. (laughs) He's
2: rambling. He's he's already got on a roll. What
0: is the most embarrassing thing that's happened when you were playing the drums? Like behind the kit.
2: (laughs) I have this story. Let me tell (laughs) this one. Which one? So there was one Sunday morning, and we actually got it on camera. Yeah, but that's he, what I thought. I knew it. That's you what I was doing. thinking. It's happened twice. Ooh, okay. It's happened twice.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's pretty funny. We got <laughs> it on it's, camera, it's and we,
2: we actually made a video, and one of our friends made a video and it put it in cousin, slow motion. Lance. Yeah. But Darren was playing, and he was all in it, and he come up from the snare with one stick and took his glasses and <laughs> threw them across yeah, the drum like, cage. Like threw him across the gym. Yeah, and
1: I was blind; I couldn't he see the rest blind. of it. Like, and that's the worst part of being in a. How in far a, did it go?
2: Well,
1: like, It hit the shield, so it was just like. But it mean, landed in front
2: of the
1: kick. But it landed in front of the kick, so like, I and I wore glasses since How I was you a signal nice that? Yeah, like I couldn't, and it's if, happened twice to me so you far. Can't. And it was one of those songs, like it. What it was was, um, what's that song? Is "By His Spirit I'm Alive." Mark was singing seen it. Um, resurrecting. Resurrecting by Elevation. We were mm-hmm. playing that, and it was on this tom solo, or this drum solo, and I was like just really going into it, and then it was going around the, the toms and stuff, and it had this, <laughs> tom, this snare thing, and what happened was I was going around it, and I come up, and you don't realize when you're playing drums how close to your face and stuff you get. Like, it only takes one time for, of course, you to hit your knuckles or mm-hmm. or your hand on something to realize you need to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, and, and, like, wearing glasses, and it come, I mean, it, It never touched my face, but it come just between my eye and my glasses. And it's, and I, you know, and then there's things you're going, it feels 90 miles an hour. And it just, I mean, gone. My glasses, I thought for sure, God, they're broke. And I just kept going, never missed a beat. Nobody knew what had happened. And, um, of course we get finished. And Mark, the worship leader where we were at at the time, like he was bad about like, at the end of the song, want to sit in it for a moment and kind of go back into the chorus Maybe you're kind of like what we were talking about, following and stuff like that earlier. And I couldn't, I could see him. Like I'm not blind. Like I can, I can see. Like I can take my glass off and I can see everything. But you guys are blurry, and you're sitting right here from me. you're not yeah. even you know four feet from me. And you're seven, eight feet, and I can see, but you're you're a little blurry, like you're sign like I can read outlaw drums because I know us' said of American wood reborn <laughs> it's tough to see you know like I'm having yeah. to make myself read that and so anything t- 10 15 feet out I'm like Jesus what's going on here <laughs> and yeah it was like so of course luckily we didn't do anything after that and I think it was close to the end of the song their service or that service anyway so but I got up and like I had to literally This is what sucks. You go to a church that's got that many people and you have to walk around to the front of the drum cage to push your glasses back enough so that you can so reach. So you had to do it See? in front of the whole guy. <laughs> like, <had> yeah. <laughs> so you push it back far enough because like, it's like any oh, other drummer, man. you lose something, you're like, reaching over <laughs> there with your stick, trying to do it, it's giving you yeah. another You can't just walk right into the front of it. Uh-huh. No, with the, the cage behind. and everything. So I had to walk around, oh, push it around, man. like push it as far as I could, and then turn around and walk back that into is, the drum cage crazy, and lean man. over everything and try to get it <laughs> and try not to fall and make these big noises. But... It's happened to me twice, once there and once at First Baptist, and um, I kind of waited till the prayer to get, get that one at First Baptist. Nobody knew it but the people that was around me, like uh, Avery was playing bass, and he was like, it, what was that? <laughs>
2: I caught it. I was running lights that morning, and I looked up, and I was like, oh, he's blind. When? What happened? Yeah. Like, his glasses are gone. Something's different. Yeah. And then that was funny, trying to watch him scoop him up with a stick. Yeah.
0: So, that, is, that is crazy. So, yeah. do you actually? So sometimes you sing and then you play the drums. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. same time the mm-hmm. same song. That
1: yep. is amazing. So, that it, is so it's so um that's really cool. It, it's really cool for do you us. you Play too. any other instruments? I you wish sing? I did. I
2: no. I can't play anything.
1: She tried I, to learn the guitar. During I COVID. can do
2: a couple of chords on the guitar. Shut
1: down thing. Yeah, you
2: know? I can do. I know my chords on a piano, but I can't make them sound like they need to sound.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, when we're with Darren's dad, that's usually. Who we sing and that play
1: is with. Awesome, yeah. We'll get together and together. play and all that. Like, and it, our friends Daniel and Caitlin, they're a husband and wife team too, and he plays guitar, um, and she sings and stuff like that. So it's one of those things like we'll all get together, you know, we've been together before, and Daniel will play a guitar, and Caitlin will start singing, and she'll make Lindley sing with her, you know. And it, it is, it. and honestly, I, I know for Lindley, it's very intimidating too, because Caitlin's phenomenal. She's a really mm-hmm. good singer, she's got a great voice on her. Daniel does too. Um, of course all my friends that can really sing and Lily's my number one favorite person to hear sing and then mm-hmm. Caitlin and Daniel and all but like she get, I know she feels intimidated with singing like with people that yeah. can sing you know like that but Caitlin will pull her tail out of it so she'll be like yeah. nope nah, sing this and it and they're good teachers because they're, they're school teachers too so they're good at like nope you need to sing this and Daniel Daniel can hear it I mean just mm-hmm. he can hear everything and so but the, I think the problem is, is people don't realize that music and worship are very powerful things and they can be done together and everybody's worship looks different, of course. And, but for me, of course, mine comes through, through playing drums and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, but some people like, I told my dad one time, I'd rather have a choir full of anointed people singing, than a choir full of people who knew how to sing without no, without the anointing and yeah. you know and he kind of looked at me funny but he knew what i was meaning yeah. by you know because an anointed
0: musician yeah because yeah. you know a i'd rather There's have a,
1: a room full of people that could they could keep a beat and they're but they're all anointed and they're really into it because if because it's, it's just like a wildfire like it catches on the me it catch on to you it catch on the her. just keep going you know it, it'll flow over into the crowd and all but people don't realize sometimes how words hurt people and how they can really push people back. And it's kind of like what's happened with Lindley of, you know, some people have just some stuff, like you can't sing harmony. You can't catch a harmony. Well, the thing is that she can sing, she might not be able to catch the harmony right off. But Lindley's one of those people like, and I know this, she will, if you tell her what song to see, sing, she'll know her part. She'll know your part. She'll know, Somebody else's part. She'll know everybody's part when and she when gets the there.
2: comes in, where you're supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, like she, and
1: she—I mean, I'm telling you, like she's a genius so you're when like, it comes Like to
0: it. there, uh, you can speed up or
1: yeah, jump exactly. She's uh, like, he didn't come in where he's supposed uh, to. Be, you know? Like that's or, what he
2: says. If sometimes, well, nobody'll know if I will mess up, mm, but he knows the will. one he's got to ride home with will yeah. tell him. He, like she,
1: uh, she's asked me before. So what happened on so <laughs> And I don't even know it. I right? am like, I don't know what you're talking about. Something didn't sound right, and I'm like. What did it sound like? And I'll go back and listen to it, of course, and sure enough, I see it, and I'm like, yeah, that was so-and-so <laughs> got off here, and I didn't get off, so I made him get back with me, and, you know, it was kind of one of those situations. But, yeah, but she's – but it, it's always fun. I always enjoy I, I, playing with her.
0: I, yeah, I gave, I bought my wife a clarinet. Trying to get her to yeah. kind of start playing because she was just because she she used to play it in high school. Yeah. So I was just like, well, if you start learning some chords, I could throw some drum beats too because she yeah. can do it. But we just hadn't really had time to put it all together. But man, that's right. I'm just saying to play with that—that that, right there is a big time. It's really game, it's man. a lot of fun and you really play, play with your wish. wife. Because you then it's like you know,
1: family. It ain't you know. separate. You know? That's right.
0: You yeah. your th- ain't laying, you're not just out fishing. You're playing, that's right. You're doing the same in yeah. your general area as. That's why mm-hmm. I feel like it's definitely important to have that bond like that. That's, yeah you know, and it, it is right?
1: one thing I've learned like coming from where I came from my my grandparents and stuff like that like like I was saying earlier it's it's been an emotional week for us of, um my grandma passed away this past Saturday 17th July 17th um and you know and then that Sunday I play I had to play at church on Sunday and of course I was like you know always I, I don't play for anybody I always play for God so this this Sunday I played for God but it was you know I kind of done it in honor of my grandma and like I told her, like I said it on Facebook best of you may not, you, you, you won't agree with the music because she was red back handle only. You don't do mm-hmm. any of this new stuff, I, but she wouldn't agree with the music and she wouldn't like how loud it is, you know? But as long as it was by Jesus and God, she really didn't care. Yeah. She would tolerate it, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So I've played in honor of her and we had the visitation and funeral Tuesday Monday and Tuesday. And then, you know, the vice president of my company that I worked for, comes down so i'm like up here and and all this and you would text me even sunday saying that you thought it might be thursday or friday or today you know when it was my kit was ready that you built me and so it's like been this huge emotional week and i'm very scared to go to sleep tonight or even tomorrow (laughs) i know i won't be able to do it it won't happen tomorrow but like sunday afternoon after we because i play this past this coming sunday too sunday afternoon is my best time to take a nap and we love our sunday afternoon naps and i I got a feeling I'm just gonna crash, and it's just mm. gonna be like everything yeah. just. So
2: we haven't been able to really. Yeah. Come down from anything. It's just been that whole week of.
1: Yeah. But roller
2: coaster.
0: Like
1: you're just like it's crazy. Yeah. It's almost kind and like
0: your life is a stock
1: market. It's yeah. Just, exactly. one like yeah. extreme to the other. Yeah. And but mm. as I've gotten older, and I, I say this, and I'm I'm only 34.
0: Darren, real quick before we get started, why are relationships so important in your line of work?
1: It's, yeah. it's different today than it was yeah. years and years ago, and even in my business of electrical supply stuff, it's all about relationships nowadays more than anything else. Yeah, you know, if you don't have a relationship with somebody, you're not going to sell them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, you could come see me on a Saturday working, you know, and you need an LED bulb or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, here you go. Have a good one. Well, you're going to walk out of there and you're going to be like, well, I bought an LED bulb from him. There's there's the experience and everything is nothing. Yeah. And so you want to basically talk, you know, like if you walk in my office and you walk in there and I'd say, how can I help you? You're going to be like, am I at Walmart or what? And it's <laughs> and like, no, I'm going have a little, I have a smaller business and you know, I give you that more personal feel of you spend your money with me, Yeah, your money, you know, the, cause everybody has to make a profit yeah. generally because yep. if we, nobody made a profit, nobody would be in business. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have to make a little bit of money. Off of everything, you don't want to make a kill him, but you want to make some money. Yep. So, you know, you want to uh, definitely make some money, and people come back and see you and create that personal. You know, we've got a couple of guys now. That's what they do. Like if they're on open, if we're you know when we're open on Saturdays and stuff, and they're doing something, those guys won't go to Lowe's or anything. like that. They'll come to us because you know make them feel relationship. Yeah, I mean, I created a relationship with them just talking to them right out of the gate.
0: You know, I'm, in my line of work, I'm really um, relationships are so important because it builds a trust. It builds a, um, you know, most of the most of my cons- customers are friends of mine. Really, and truly, we become friends, and <clears throat> they they I've got enough of them right now to where it's like you know, having I'm building really nice drums for um, really good friends of mine and it's an amazing thing how relationships really pull the earth you know a, a lot of times it's, you know I've heard this all my life you know it ain't what you know it's who you know and that's some truth to it you know you can. I mean you can take that or leave it but that's what I believe
2: you're so old
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah the older I get the younger everything looks and I heard that my whole <laughs> life I didn't realize that but I realized that rest is a valuable thing nowadays like my grandparents stuff Sunday morning Sunday night Wednesday night and Lord forbid if there was a revival you'd be there Monday Tuesday Wednesday and if and back then the preacher they talked to the preacher and if it's been going that good you're going to be there Thursday Friday Saturday and Sunday Do again. it again <laughs> you know what I'm saying like they would just keep on and, and a lot we don't have that of course anymore in, in America or I say yeah. in the South, like we used to, like that. but
0: they'd be, they'd be hardcore services. Yeah, and they were they were Every and they service were good, would be like crying but eyes. Man, out. Yeah. And you then you'd loved be going new, when they were another going service. To. We had them services like that, too, man, yeah. over there. We, yeah. There was a little church right down the road, just Holy Ghost filled. Annoying. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they'd have these revivals, and it'd be like for five days. I mean, mm-hmm. you would be so yeah. wore out. Oh, yeah. Almost spiritually, emotionally, yeah. just drained. That's right. That it's like you got to have. Yeah. And that's,
1: that's and, and that's what we are, that's what I found in, in this is rest is a lot. And I've tried to explain that to my dad. And it's funny because even rest, in my yes. business, as me being the branch manager, I have everybody that works for me is older than I am. I'm the youngest one there and I'm the boss. So it, it's it's a hard thing for older people to listen to. Like my outside sales guy is twice my age. He's, he's like 63, 64, and I'm 34. So he's 30 years older than me. But I, yet I'm his boss man, you know. So it's and but I don't treat anybody bad. I, I you know I try to treat everybody with respect and all that stuff. But like with my dad, I try to explain to him a little bit. It's like rest is a valuable thing, bro. Yeah, you need to realize this. You owe it to and, yourself. Yeah, because he's in their church. It's the same thing. Church on Sunday, Sunday or Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, which they don't have Sunday night services. But I'm like, you yeah. come to our church, you at least get a couple Sundays off where you can, you know. Because everybody does everything on Sunday, and my dad's a firm believer he ain't lifting a finger on Sunday. It's your rest day is what it's yeah. supposed to be, and it's like.
0: you got to love your body.
1: You yeah, gotta love your exactly, body. exactly. And
0: so. I think that's one thing that I've been kind of wrestling with a lot, you know, is just learning how to love myself the way I need to love yeah, myself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because
0: we can all say that we love ourselves, and that, but do we really, you know? Yeah. We all the time looking yeah. at ourselves, and all we do is complain and pick out stuff. Oh, you are lied, your own worst and this critic. and that. And yeah, but to just look in the mirror honestly and just like, you know, I should love everything about that, what I'm seeing, yeah, no matter exactly. what, it's perfect. Yeah.
1: Just like my drunk and you're one and one, one. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, there's know. nothing else like you. There's nobody else like you. That's it. You know, all and that. So like that's
0: the starting point because we yeah. love ourselves and we yep. can show that love to everybody mm-hmm. else around us. Yep but it's everybody like you said man everybody is just so focused on me and I and mm-hmm. what they want and that's why I feel like their relationships don't work marriages don't work because it's, it's just it's a I focus. yep it's I fo- that's what, exactly right know,
1: I don't want to do what I want to do yeah
0: so I just want to thank everybody for this long-winded podcast and be tuned stay tuned um for my next episodes coming out here in the next couple of days we're gonna I got another really an amazing drummer that come by um spade (laughs) and we're going to talk to him and we're going to talk to his friend and we're going to have some good times so i just want to encourage you to stay focused stay positive stay lifted up this is the process with michael outlaw talk to you later